30. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Katie, um, I need to point out that Derby is a bond council client. Okay. All right, who do we have here from Derby today? Uh, good morning. Uh, this is David Taylor, Interim Finance Director. I believe that uh, the Mayor, Richard uh, Zekin, and uh, Chief of Staff, Andrew Backlick, are on the call. Uh, not sure, but uh, Agatha Braskomwitz might be on the call. Uh, as noted in my letter of last week, I'm leaving on the 13th. I didn't say that, but that's my last day, and, and Agatha will be taking over. Um, I'm not sure she's on the call, but maybe it would make sense for either herself or Drew to speak to her experience. Are they here? Really? I'm um, Andrew Backlick. How are you? Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Go ahead. So, um, as David mentioned, uh, we, we have engaged David as the interim finance director through a third-party company, Robert Half, over the last six months or so. And he's done a great job bridging the gap here between our previous interim and uh, our, our new hire of a permanent finance director, um, Agatha, who begins her employee here on July 6th. Uh, David will be here for a transitional period for a week after that just to do a proper spot. Um, and then just while, while I've got your ear, in, in addition to that, the, we've uh, got the Board of Aldermen and all the women have approved a position that has previously not existed in the city, and that is a Deputy Finance Director position as well. So on top of the much more robust salary we've devoted to a uh, Finance Director, uh, we also have a new um, second-tier position within the Finance Office uh, that will ensure that some of the issues We've been having from a timing perspective and uh, deliverables will no longer uh, be in place. So we look forward to that. Yeah, I saw that in your um, your response to us. I think that's a good move. Um, so you know, let's let's start with the self insurance fund. Um, you're going to continue to account for it in your general fund, but you established a reserve. Yeah, we we. Uh, it, as noted in my letter uh, of the 25th, I, we did establish uh, the reserve in, in, you know, obviously the F-20 was still open to the audit team still open. We went ahead and established that reserve in the F-20 final, final numbers, and you'll see a, a designated fund balance in the report that I submitted to you uh, with for today in, at the beginning balance in, in mm -hmm. the general. We've not used that money at this point. Yep, but you're not going to se segregate it. I know county-wise, it's you know you're allowed to do it in the general fund, but um, you don't see any value in having a separate fund. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not following your question. We we have. I I, I don't. Sorry, my governmental experience is is weak. Okay. <laughs> So I, I think you, a minor point that I just don't understand. I'm sorry. So you account for your self-insurance through the general fund, which is allowed. Um, <laughs> got a dog. Um, but you can also have a separate fund for the self-insurance activities. 
and I'm wondering why why the um, city's not going in that direction. Okay, shut the dog. I'm listening to something right now. You need to go on mute. Yeah, whoever has the dog needs to mute. Okay, so, David, if we could go back to, is you know, is there a reason why the city is not considering, or do you want to leave that till the permanent finance structure is in place? I, I really would okay. rather wait. Um, in fact, there's a lot of, you know, decisions that I'm sure that you'll prepare and uh, we'll need to make over the next uh, couple months. Okay. All right. <clears throat> How are you doing with the prep for the audit? Do you think you'll be the city will be able to get the audit done on time this year? I, I do believe so. Um, you know, the auditors have begun their work already. Uh, we made huge strides this year, as noted in my comments, um, to to make sure that we are prepared. Uh, interim work has been ongoing, uh, and then they've, they've actually been reviewing through April. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think they'll be in a lot better shape. I think uh, also uh, you know, Agata coming in, I think, uh, you know, we're really stacking up the crew. Um, and, and I'm sure that, that at the year end, between the two of us, we'll, we'll be really concentrated. I've implemented a couple of things here to make sure that we get the approvals right um, as quickly as possible. You know, it's been a struggle to do that over the years. Okay. All right, looking at your um, corrective action plan. Um, not using double entry accounts and counting on everything. So your target date for implementation, implementation second quarter of 22. Is that calendar 22 or fiscal 22? That's, that's every answer would be fiscal. Okay, so we're still on target for that. I believe so, yeah. Board event is is really the, um, the, the, the most of the holdup. Okay. And I've been in contact with them. Uh, they do claim some autonomy, and you know they have their own organization, and uh, they just they just need to get that over. They have uh, hired a new um, finance director over the you know since I came aboard, and uh, he got a little bit more corporate experience and brings, I think, a higher level of uh, finance acumen to the team. Um, and I've, you know, that's, he's working on that. And how are you doing with the bank, Rick? Uh, we're pretty good shape. Um, you know, I think uh, that's pretty much what I've been doing <laughs> on that. Um, I've spent more time in, in cash accounts than I they care to over the last uh, couple of months. And we are in very good shape. Okay. Um, the accounts receivable, um, will those be properly posted for this year end? Yes, that is, that is our, um, our commitment. Okay. All right. Um, where's my list? John. Good. So, sorry. Uh, I don't know what a trouble, trouble, trouble I'm having with the unmute. 
thank you very much. It sounds like you've still got a long way to go, however. Um, and uh, I was kind of hoping for a uh, uh, faster than the second quarter of fiscal 22, but you are making progress. Um, Thank you, John. I agree. Um, you know, it, it would be wonderful if I could tell you everything was done, but, you know, our short staff um, and, and, and has, has hindered us uh, greatly. Uh, thank, I'm very thankful that the alderman and alder women have decided to, uh, you know, answer our pleas for help. And I, I do believe that once we completely fill the staff positions, the very highly qualified people such as Agatha. Uh, that we will uh, really be able to move this forward quickly. Well, actually, I'm surprised. I'm surprised this commission didn't hear from you uh, years before, given your experience with single entry accounting. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that was 500 years <laughs> ago. <laughs> I have I have no experience whatsoever with single entry accounting. <laughs> These audit findings go through fiscal year 19, so they should. When they received the 18 findings, that this that their back office needed a lot of attention. Yeah, my degree is an alarm. 2010. Um, yeah. Uh, Diane. Hi. So the only question I have, because um, you answered a lot of them, and Kate, you addressed uh, some of my questions. Looking at uh, fiscal 21. There's $2 million for the Alliance grant that's budgeted, but not shown as received. What is the plan for that, and are you expecting to receive that? Yes, that uh, I would characterize as a budgeting error. Uh, there was a, a $2 million revenue item and an exact amount expense item uh, put into the budget. Um, we just haven't taken the time to amend the budget to eliminate those. The Alliance grant uh, in this fiscal year went directly to the Board of Education and did not go through the city's books. They did receive it. Okay. That, thanks for the clarification. You're welcome. And, I, and I, every time I look at that, I said, oh, darn, we didn't have yeah. that. <laughs> That's all I have, Kate. Okay. Mike. I just have a question in regards to the uh, budgeted revenues for fiscal 2022. Uh, with the uh, state biennial budget that uh, was recently passed, uh, do you see any issues uh, with the revenues that you have budgeted? I, I'm noting that you've got a pilot for the new tiers of $1.4 million, and then also a distressed municipality state grant of $1.1. Um, are you anticipating those are, are you're in a good place, or are you going to be starting the year with uh, a potential shortfall in one or either of those lines? Uh, no, in fact, uh, we, you know, when we adopted the budget in May, um, you know, there was a lot of discussion about this, as you might imagine, mm -hmm. and uh, especially with items that are going up dram dramatically and uh, suddenly appearing uh, have not been there for several years, such as the Dress Municipality. The, um, the latest communication we had from legislatures, which was in, which was in June, was that we're actually going to get more than we budgeted. So I, I do not believe that we are um, uh, at risk there. Okay. Acceptable risk level there. Okay. All right. Yeah, maybe for our next meeting, if uh, if you can look to just update us uh, as far as uh, 
uh, those two lines in particular. Yeah. I'll make a note for my successor. Okay, you good, Mike? Yeah, thank you. Jackie? Uh, not a question, and, and probably more a note for you to pass on to Agatha and your um, elected officials, but if the market holds up through the end of through the close of markets today, likely your pension plans are sitting on a very nice investment return. And my advice would be to resist the temptation to have that flow through into a reduction in the pension contribution but rather to look at making sure the interest rate assumption is appropriately low and and uh, look towards shoring up the finances of the pension plans. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And I'm happy to say that, you know, our the, the contributions the city makes are actuarially based. Um, you know, I, I, I agree. Uh, you know, the past performance does not guarantee future results, as, as you and I have all, all heard many times. Right. And, and actuarially based, but using assumptions that are uh, unrealistic is, is, is uh, not a really desirable state of affairs. So make sure that those assumptions used to calculate the contribution are solid and conservative and um, and then just celebrate that it looks like it probably was a very good year. Yeah, I, I you know, the, the attitude of the board and, and the people here are that, you know, we, we took a break with, you know, with our with the 8-point plan last year did not quite um, contribute quite as much as, as we would have. Uh, however, um, are planning to focus on um, making sure that we get that above uh, recommended, recommended uh, funding. Jackie, are you suggesting that with the positive investment results, this might be a time, advantageous time to go to more conservative plan assumptions? Yes. Yes. So uh, inject more conservatism into how you calculate the liability that will increase the liability. But if your asset balance is, is, is high because we had a very good year of investment returns, you may be able to um, right-size the assumptions without making the contribution go up much. But I think it would be important to resist the temptation to have the contribution go down just because there was one good year. Yeah. I think that's something we can put in. An, um, I'm thinking that we should be sending a follow-up letter, especially since there'll be a new finance director, reminding them of some of these things that we want to keep seeing progress on. And that can be something we put in the letter um, as a suggestion. Mm-hmm. I would add the same thing. Yeah. Um, Tony? I actually have a, just a comment um, is, is part of the process to uh, help fill the position of the new finance director. Um, I'm, most of my questions would be probably for Agatha. Um, I'm just hopeful that uh, appears to be a commitment uh, at this point anyway to improve the, the uh, situation in Derby and to, you know, address some of the deficiencies from prior years, uh, both with the process that uh, they went through and the, some of the changes that were made. So I'm just hopeful that, um, you know, we have some good things to come. I think we yeah, all are. I worked hard with, um, you know, with, with the staff, the management here, the, and uh, preparing them 
or whatever questions might occur, and they did a really great job uh, presenting the future of the finance department to support of aldermen and women, and uh, I, I just I think they did a fantastic job and, and even got more money uh, than we, we thought, and I think that's the reason we you know we were able to attract somebody as high caliber as, as the Wagner is, as well as we'll be able to attract the right uh, applicants for the uh, deputy. That, that's a good point. It, it does appear as if they're really trying to get it straight and really get, you know, turn things around. So, And I was able to, I had to fight for it, but I was able to also get the part-time um, bookkeeper role uh, maintained, and I, I really believe that that would be uh, very helpful and, and simplify you know, some of the SOD issues that, you know, we're, we're trying to, to make sure completely off the record. Not off the record, but off, off the correct action. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay, Glenn, I'm going to skip you because you're the bond counsel. So, Kim? I am wondering, David, um, where do you, where do you, your projections for um, fiscal year 21 and where do you think you're going to come out? Yeah, In the I, past, I, I, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, I interrupted you. What was the rest of your question? You're fine. I, I just wanted uh, to make sure you were on target with what you had um, mentioned at our prior meeting. Well, maybe not you. <laughs> and, absolutely. The, yeah, we're, you know, we're, as I indicated in my, in my note, we're, we're going to achieve our goal of going uh, to fund balance of range of $1.5 million. I think that's a very conservative estimate. Um, the uh, sale, the sale of city property that I uh, indicated also in that letter uh, looks like it's going to go through today. So uh, that would be an additional amount of money. However, um, you know, in, in addition to the just the general fund balance of 1.5 million, you know, we did receive 1.8 million dollars off the funds, and uh, I, you know, the city will need to earmark that outside of the general fund, um, and that is my recommendation. And uh, actually, the Board of Aldermen and Alder Women has determined that they want to be a determining factor in how that money is spent. Um, no word yet on how they plan to do that, but that message has been heard by management uh, staff here, and uh, we'll follow. Okay, good. Um, as far as the budget is concerned, we didn't get to see anything as far as your assumptions um, that you had built within the budget. And so that's what I was um, wondering what your assumptions are. Is there a mill rate increase? Yeah, I, I, um, I included my assumptions. If I, didn't, I did not reflect the mill rate increase in, in my letter, in, in my email. Um, so there is a mill rate decrease that's driven by a uh, reassessment of, of the property. Uh, property values, on average, went up. Uh, I think it was 11 percent. And so our mill, uh, we were able to bring the mill rate down while keeping property taxes relatively flat year to year. Um, in total, uh, the impact on the homeowners got a very greatly because. Uh, and as you would imagine, the number of properties, just depending on their location, the values decreased, and in other properties, uh, the values increased. 
So um, you know, I can't give you a, oh, that they're going to pay more. This is how much it is. But Well, how much um, did your levy change? Uh, right. The, the total, no, total right. levy. The total levy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm looking at about $800,000 out of, uh, off of a, a base of $32 million. Okay. A lot of that's driven by the increased funding we got from the state, et cetera, as well as uh, managing expenses. Okay. So, if, if I could, for this, just for the sake of the board, would you like me to go through the rest of my uh, of our top line assumptions and how we do the budget, or are you happy? At least um, some some in the uh, top line for expenses because I sure. know a bit about um, the the revenue now. Yeah, great. Um, so appropriations were based on input from our department heads, um, uh, through staff changes from the board, um, requests from outside agencies. You know, we, we uh, every municipality gets those uh, input from council as to you know what things will cost from a legal perspective. Our contracts, which would in include our uh, contracts with employees. Uh, we've got a lot of input from our insurance bro brokers and carriers. Uh, and just as a parenthetical there, we've finalized all of our insurance. Uh, and in every, in every case, our brokers have outdone themselves and come in under their estimates. I don't have a, for you a total on that. Um, however, uh, you know, we should save a little bit of money there. Um, this year. Uh, rate projections from utilities were, were uh, procured, and of course the Board of Education and their budget process, and that was uh, weighed in. Um, we, we took all that information, weighed it against historical spending uh, to make sure it, it, it made sense, and then we also assumed that there would be some spending increases here and there, because uh, you know, as, as we all know, continue is Connecticut is continuing to open up uh, if you will, uh, as the pandemic subsides, and we've reflected some increases there in the budget. For example, you know some of the costs for our field house, uh, we we anticipate will will go up as people actually use it. Okay. What about salaries and uh, benefits? How about benefits? Yeah, um, you know, benefits are driven largely by the insurance, um, you know, and, and of course the, the rate uh, from, um, you know, FICA, et cetera, that has to be paid. Um, the salaries are driven by the contract. Mm -hmm. And there were large, with the exception of one uh, bargaining group at uh, Board of Education, generally they're around 2%. I'm not sure why, but one of the bargaining groups that the DOE was able to get 5%. That's all for me. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, you answered my question on ARPA already. Um, all right. Unless anybody has anything they want to circle back to. Okay. All right. Um, thank you. You know, you should expect we'll um, 
send a follow-up letter to the new finance director um, on some of these things, um, just reiterating, um, you know, the suggestions and um, following up on others. Mm-hmm. But thank you very much. Uh, thank one you. Other, okay, take one more thing. The date, the date that we plan to receive the audit, it is important for this group to know um, for FY20. Yes. based on our letter. Yeah, I I sent an, an email this morning, and I apologize. It was based on a, a meeting that we had late last night with our auditor. Um, and again, I apologize for the lateness of that. We've been we've been um, working very hard with them. Um, so we we are looking at the auditors that are completing their work this week, and they're actually uh, drafting the report uh, as we speak. Um, and they believe that by the time they get through their compliance room, sorry, they're saying that by the time they get through their compliance uh, reviews and uh, internal uh, reviews that they do, they will have it filed by the 15th of July with OPM. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. And again, it, I was trying to say that it's you know it's been very interesting working working uh, with this group. Uh, very much a learning experience for me, and I appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you, Dave.